This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grobian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches Movie. This is episode number 232. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we've got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. We're also joined by Ryan Holes. How are you, sir? Yeah. Great. What movie do we have you watch this week? The People Under the Stairs. The People Under the Stairs. This came out in 1991. Picked this in honor of Get Out. Hitting theaters this weekend. Very similar themes. In this one, we went with a theme episode. Kevin's pick. Good pick. I'm just kind of guessing that they're connected. Yeah, neither, neither of us have seen the film yet. <laughs> you don't know. So, all right. Uh, this is written and directed by Wes Craven. I have a synopsis here. Two adults and a juvenile burglar break into a house occupied by a brother and sister and their stolen children and become trapped. Ryan, tell us a little bit about the people under the stairs. Well... Uh, this kid, uh, at the beginning of the movie, finds out this family's being evicted, and this mom is also dying of cancer, and he finds out that the, the people in the apartment own several other buildings, and they're slowly trying to kick everyone out so they can rebuild everything and apparently this family is the last family in in this certain building so this kid i'm gonna call mighty duck for now because that's how i remember him yeah he was in the mighty ducks definitely and uh big rains and some other white dude i'm not really sure how it is uh, they decide to go to the house and kind of break in and take money and also invest in. Well, long story short, the two adults get killed and the kid is left over in the house. And he eventually meets up with a girl who is also living in the house, who is the daughter. And she's not allowed to go outside at all. And her entire house is, I don't know, I wouldn't call it booby-trapped, but it's wired to not let anyone, not let anyone out. And after he meets this girl, he finds out that they get two adults in the house. I've been trying to find the upper child, and they have taken several of them, along with several adults, and the adults are eventually killed, either by these feral children, or by the supposed mom and dad, and the kids obviously turn out. Not to be the worried children. So they're kind of in the cells. And they're banished into the walls. Like in between the walls and the house. And eventually the little boy escapes. 
but so and he tells someone after he escapes that he's going back for this girl because he brought her that he wouldn't leave her behind. So he gets back, I calls the police, and they investigate and don't really find anything. And little, little boy gets back in the house, finds a girl, and befriends all the other children, all the other feral children. And eventually, they end up killing the mom and dad. And then you find out that it's not really a mom and dad. It's a brother and sister. And they're trying to make the perfect child, which obviously doesn't happen. And they escape. They kill him and put everyone under arrest. And little mighty ducks goes back to his dying mom after all the other people from different buildings confront the bad lady before she's arrested, and they'll live happily ever after. All right, what'd you think of this? It's pretty cool. It wasn't an awful like all this or that. I'm a big fan of this movie. Uh, now, Kevin, I think you saw this for the first time pretty recently, right? Didn't you see it? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, yeah I think we talked about it on the podcast. Uh, probably around Halloween, maybe? More than likely, is my guess. I don't know if it was during Halloween or when, when Wes Craven passed. I think it was when Wes Craven passed away. Yeah. I think we did, we did a couple of films. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Uh, so, what, what did you like about it? What, what were your... More detailed thoughts here. I just like that. <laughs> and then fail. As fake as mad, pointless as most of the stuff I watch. And that was not cheese now. It actually had a point to it. And it made that point eventually. Now, this is kind of a horror comedy. Did you find it to be funny or scary or both? Sometimes funny. Not really scary, but I'm sure if I was younger, it would be scary. A lot younger. Well, it's interesting because this is one of these movies where you, you feel like you're scared at first because you think that there are people living in the walls and stuff and that they're the bad guys, but then you realize <laughs> that it's the husband and wife or brother and sister they're the they're the the real ter- terrifying uh, individuals and i love that they're played by everett mcgill and wendy robbie from uh from twin peaks because they just, play, they played some nutballs i was playing them nutballs i just mm. looked this up on letterboxd to see what i gave it and apparently i gave it two and a half stars eh, you didn't no. love it you fucking hate no, it no i didn't i didn't but i do remember now that I just, rereading this, I, I do love the fact that it's Ving Rhames finds a treasure map in a liquor store mm-hmm. that they own, which I, now I am really confused by that section of this movie. Like, what he just has it in the basement. Like, why does he need a map? It's just out in the basement of his house. Right. So why does he need a map? It's a really excellent there question. Are, there are a couple of small things. 
like that. It didn't make sense to me. But overall, it, like I said, it wasn't as near as terrible as the other stuff. Yeah, but it's just, it's funny because, like, his whole basement is gold and money. Like, I think you could you could even forget about that and stumble upon it at some point in time just by going into the basement and be like, oh, shit, that's right, I have gold and money down here. Yeah, This is awesome. I forgot about this. He's got Scrooge McDuck-style gold piles. <laughs> but, and also, like, how intricate is the map? Does the map just say the basement? <laughs> it's just an arrow. <laughs> the basement. Just the basement. That's where my gold is. FYI. If you're ever in a jam and need money. I thought it was a really fun movie. It wasn't anything like what I expected. I, I can't remember when I first saw this movie, but I think I was a lot older when I, when I first saw it. And I, it surprised me. The, the comedy surprised me just how, how ridiculous a lot of it is. Cause it is kind of, it gets kind of goofy, especially the, oh, yeah. uh, the brother and sister, just how they act. They, they act so cartoonish. Well, I think that's what threw me off too. I think when I went into this, cause I, I haven't seen it and my understanding of it was that it was a horror classic. So I was right. kind of going into it expecting horror and it's more like a goofy adventure film yeah now did you pick on the clear um statement about race and and sort of uh social standing in this ryan with the how it was the the poor black family that was being evicted and it was this these you know creepy white people that were uh hoarding the money and trying to kick everybody out yeah and then the white people were also the greedy assholes. Aren't they always? Trying to take advantage of every, like all their tenants. I mean, as far as horror movies, a lot of horror movies are kind of like a social satire. And as far as that goes, I think that this movie did it pretty well. It wasn't overt. It wasn't too overt. It wasn't in your face with it. It was like kind of just the right amount of you know commentary. Oh, I definitely think so. I like some of the things the little kids. Yeah, he's a funny little kid. Uh, but some of that, watch only, only Sam and Mighty Ducks. I was not expecting a lot of what I heard to come out of his mouth. Now, when he when he first showed up, were you just like, oh shit, Mighty Ducks? Or did you have to look it up? Did you have to look it up, or you immediately recognized him? You're like, holy shit. I immediately recognized him. I was was like, wow, my dogs and big grams. He was in the Sandlot, too. He was one of the kids from the Sandlot. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing now? What's Brandon Quentin Adams up to? Well, he was in a short film in 2014. Okay. Uh, He did a voice for... Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix Plus. Uh-huh. And that uh-huh. came out in 2007. That's pretty much... I mean, he's done not really anything recent, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe he just kind of... A lot of these kids, they just grow up and realize that they never really... That they kind of grow out of the whole acting thing. They just don't really want to do it anymore. What's on Moesha? Yeah, he was on that's Moesha. The, that looks like that was like his last big thing. Yeah. That he did. Oh, no wonder. Brandy. All right. See you later. (laughs) What? (coughs) 
Yeah, maybe. I don't. I just don't get the whole "see you later" part of it. Like you see, Brandon, and you think yourself, "Wow, her career is really going down the tubes." All right, see you later. Wonder what Brandy's up to these days. I'm not sure. Not much, probably. She was on that, that um, reality show with her brother. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, no yeah, idea right. what show was it. Remember That's right. Yeah, I remember seeing an ad for that, too. I never saw it, but... All right. Well, let's go ahead and give you a drum roll. What do you give the people under the stairs? Five. Oh, that's a five. That's pretty good. I mean, it's not That's great. pretty good, but still, I was thinking he was going to go higher. I'd go, at le- yeah, I was thinking he'd go at least a 6 or even a 6.5 on that one. I mean, you, you essentially gave it what I gave it. Yeah. Was it the map? Was it the map? Is that what I Treasure Map did? Uh, Treasure Map did it. I have it baked out. That's who are baked out almost immediately after I watched it. You just locked in that 5 right off the bat. <laughs> So it wasn't it wasn't bad. You don't think it was bad. You just think it was kind of mediocre. It was just a mediocre. It was yeah. a vanilla folder. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So l- let's talk about. Um, well, we could talk about West Craven. We've talked about West Craven a ton. So we'll just talk about Get Out. Uh, have you seen trailers? Do you know what this is all about? Are you, are you excited for it? I've seen trailers. I thought I knew what it was about, but every time I see a trailer, it's different. So apparently, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Assuming all the trailers have the fact that a black dude is a white girl, and that's apparently a big deal. But that's about all I get. Like, no one looks. And no one likes that in whatever home down there. Well, I think that one of the things is that they go into it thinking that it isn't going to be a big deal, like not really thinking about it. And then as the as they uh, as he spends time there, he realizes like there's something very wrong here, and then uh, you know horror ensues. I'm really excited for it. So this guy, this currently has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. One of the few. Uh, there's not too many. There's not too many that have the a 100. percent No, and it has it has plenty of reviews too. It's not like it just has a couple of reviews. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's got a lot of reviews. Uh, we we reviewed it on the site already. Uh, Blake reviewed it for us. Gave it an eight out of ten. So I'm I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be pretty pretty excellent. Now the fact that it's written and directed by Jordan Peele does that intrigue you more, Ryan? Does that that make you want to see it more? I remember, like, when I think of him, I think of comedy. I think of, like, serious business. <laughs> serious business. <laughs> well, I think that there's going to be a lot of comedy in it. I think that there's going to be more comedy in it than what the marketing is uh, showing us because I think that they really wanted... Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be like an out-and-out comedy. Right. I think that it was probably really important for them to stress the fact that this is not a straight-up goofball comedy. Yeah. 
I think that probably when they were marketing, getting in the marketing meetings, they were like, okay, well, as soon as everybody knows that this is written and directed by Jordan Peele, they're going to assume that it's a big comedy. So we need to make sure that they understand that this is not just a, a fun, a fun romp. Yeah. There, there are some serious moments in it. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm definitely excited to check it out this weekend. Uh, any final thoughts on Get Out or the people under the stairs. Thanks for knowing your mental movie. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to the terrible stuff next week, but I thought uh, when Kevin suggested this, I thought it was a, it was a good pick because there wasn't a whole lot of uh, stuff to choose from this week because with, with Get Out, it's Jordan Peele's debut. And then what was the other one? There was like... Yeah, there's like Collide. Collide, yeah, he did one other movie that didn't seem very like we'd really be able to talk about anything with it. And then there was making Blair's debut, so there's nothing else for him. Yeah, probably there's like one other one too, but at any rate, um, Get Out is playing now as you're listening to this, so I'd I'd probably recommend checking it out, even though I haven't seen it yet. I think it looks like it's the, the, the year's first. Like solid movie, yeah. Agreed upon, critically acclaimed. Yep. All right, I think that that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcast at filmpulse.net. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/filmpulse, and consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. We appreciate that so very much. For Kevin Rakestraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later.